Hey guys, welcome back to the Toxic Mom Podcast. We are going to talk about Amari Nicholson, a two-year-old that went missing last week from Las Vegas, Nevada. Amari lived in Las Vegas with his biological mother, Taylor Nicholson, who had sole custody of him, and her boyfriend, Terrell Rhodes, who is not his biological father. And they were living in the Emerald Suites out there in Vegas. From speaking with people today on social media, I was told that the Emerald Suites area that they were living in is not the greatest part of town to be in, but this is where he was. His mother flew out to Colorado on April 30th to care for her mother after she was attacked by a dog, and she left um, Amari in the care of her boyfriend, Terrell Rhodes. Terrell Rhodes is claiming that on the morning of May 5th, there was a knock at the door and his aunt on his biological father's side was on the other end coming to pick him up to take him away. And he attempted to contact his mother to verify that she sent his aunt over, but he was unsuccessful, but he still sent Amari with her. When Taylor got a hold of Terrell, finally, she debunked the story and immediately flew back to Las Vegas. And on May 5th, he was reported missing. They did a 15-minute press conference, the two of them, on May 7th. And I will play a two-minute clip from that. I'm not going to play the whole thing. I will, however, post a link for the entire press conference on my Instagram page. If you guys are interested, you can click on it and read it from there or look at it from there. So here's the two-minute clip. It seems like it was very windy outside that day, so that's why you may hear some artifact in the background. That occurred. We had just woke up. I just fed him breakfast. And um, I was in the room on my phone at this time, laying down. He's in there playing with his toys, and all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. And it was a woman saying that she was her baby daddy's sister. Mm-hmm. And she said she was there to pick up my stepson. Uh-huh. So, did, did you know her? Had you know her? I've never seen any any sides of her baby daddy's family. So, so, never, so you didn't know this one? So then what happened? So then I go to proceed to, okay, I'm going to pack him a bag up, pack some of his belongings up. And when that happens, I turn around to call her to tell her if, if this is, is, are this true? Is Was this really prearranged? Mm-hmm. And as I'm doing that, she says she don't need anything for my stepson. They got everything they need for him. And basically just took off. So, so you gave, did she take him down at yeah, that point? She, 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 she got everything that she needs for him. Now, but you didn't know her though, correct? You've never seen her? So you didn't, did you not know this person you're letting take Amari away? I mean, from my knowledge, I already um, was told like someone was going to stop by, somebody was going to, but I never knew who. So I still have that in my head that somebody was coming by. Who said somebody was going to come by? 
that's when I was notified from my girlfriend prior to the, those days leading up. Okay. So did you tell him that somebody was going to come by and get him? I never said anybody was coming to get anybody. It was, but I did say somebody would be by. So with that being planted in his head, he... That's what I took that as. That's took what I, it as she was there for a morning. So who do you think actually what came to the door and, and took him away then? Do, do we even know? We, we know and police are investigating everything and doing the best of what they can. Okay, so there you have it. Again, he said he was up giving him breakfast and somebody knocked on the door, said he said she was his aunt and off Amari went. And of course the police did their due diligence and followed up with the aunt and his grandmom and did a search of their homes and did not find Amari. And of course they debunked this story immediately and said they had no idea what these two were talking about. And they in fact did their own press conference a couple days ago and I'll play some of that now. This is his aunt speaking. So the reason why we're here today is because it's been six days and we don't want the public to forget about Amari. Uh, we want to keep his name out there. We want to keep his face out there. We're asking that if anyone could help us get a billboard for Amari, that would be useful. If someone could help us with a website where the public could call in and give any type of tips that they have for Amari, that would be useful. We don't want him to be another story. We want people to remember Amari and help us bring him home safely. Okay, so this was done, I believe, on Monday or Tuesday of this week. It's been said that Amari's biological father really didn't have too much contact with him. And he gave an interview, it was brief, and he was just saying that his parents' home was searched and his sister's home was searched and he had no idea where his son was and all of this was news to them and you can clearly hear that his aunt is very emotional so it sounds like there was some sort of relationship at least between amari and the aunt because she's visibly upset and and she's crying all right so after about a week of searching for amari um I just actually want to say something about Amari. Apparently Amari had some medical conditions. So when the police announced that he was missing, they really wanted the public to keep an eye out and they really wanted to bring him home because he had asthma and some other things going on with him. So on Tuesday of this week, um, Terrell Rhodes was arrested and charged with Amari's murder. So a very sad end to this story. During the apprehension of him, he managed to get a hold of one of the police officer's guns, but they quickly were able to de-escalate that situation and they brought him in unharmed. He was booked. He saw a judge on Wednesday. He didn't say anything at the court hearing. His bail was denied and he does have a public defender. And he did confess to killing Amari. He said that Amari wet his pants and he exploded. 
beat him, and in the midst of that, Amari died. And they did find his body not far from the Emerald Suites where the three of them were living. Taylor's mother gave an interview with Fox 5 out in Las Vegas, and she pretty much said that she was very skeptical of her daughter's story along with Terrell Rhodes and claims that her family actually called Child Protective Services on her because they were very concerned about the welfare of Amari because Terrell was very abusive towards him and the mom and he was on drugs and he was very violent. So here is her interview that she gave after her grandson, uh, it was announced that her grandson was, was killed. I know he beat on my daughter and I know he beat on the baby. You know, my family had called CPS. We have pictures of bruises you know, and CPS never wanted to step in and even drug test either one of them. So um, did I ever think he would actually murder anybody? No, no. But I'm not blown back by the fact that he did drugs. He's violent and he's on drugs. And, you know, so he did it because the baby peed his pants. Okay, so there you have it. Now, she also claims that while her daughter was in Colorado with her, she did have a FaceTime call with Terrell and Amari, but that happened once and there was really no communication between her and her son or Terrell really while she was there. And she also says that she wanted her daughter to bring Amari with her when she came, but she showed up without Amari and she was furious that she left Amari in the care of Terrell. And now we know why. So a couple of things I want to point out, and you guys know, I really don't like to voice my opinion on something, especially when we have no trial yet and no verdict. But I think a lot of people are not satisfied with the story that both mom and and Terrell gave, and we now know that it was one big lie. A lot of people, including myself, think that the mother may have known a little bit more than what she alleged, especially at the press conference where she was with her boyfriend, something just didn't pass the sniff test for me with her mannerism, with the contradictory statements the two of them gave. You know, the clip I played, you hear him say that he didn't know anybody was coming, but then he did know somebody was coming. And then he said, well, she said somebody was coming. And she's like, no, I didn't say a specific person was coming. I just said somebody was coming by. So something's a little off here. Was Amari even alive when she flew out to Colorado to be with her mother? Is there concrete proof that the grandmother actually saw Amari on the FaceTime call Or did her daughter take the call in another room and and say, yeah, I just got done FaceTiming with Amari? Like, we don't know. 
And as of right now, the cause of death has not been announced, but I'm pretty sure Terrell Rhodes told a truthful account of what happened because he doesn't appear to be somebody that is good with holding information for a long time. He's clearly not a good liar because you could see in the press conference that he was lying. And this is why it's really never a good idea for people to do a press conference in this nature, especially when there's no legal counsel present, and especially when you know that you're telling lies and you're trying to outsmart very seasoned detectives. It took them less than a week to bring this man in for Amari's murder. So they knew pretty early on that he had something to do with it. But now I wonder if the mom is going to be brought up on charges. One other interesting thing I want to point out, mom has an OnlyFans page. OnlyFans really blew up during the pandemic when a lot of people were out of work and bored and wanting to make money. And she went on there and started an account and she has some pretty suggestive pictures on there. And prior to her son disappearing and ultimately being murdered, the price of her OnlyFans page was about $9, I believe, to subscribe. And today she changed the price to about $20. Now that was early this afternoon. I wonder if the price increased since. So that's a pretty interesting timeline. Your son is killed by your boyfriend and his body is found and you run onto your OnlyFans page and hike up your prices. Hmm, that's not suspicious or anything. I don't know, what do you guys think? More will unfold in this case, and as of right now, he has not entered in a plea, his lawyer has not spoken, and the mother has not been arrested or anything as of yet in connection with her son's disappearance. So of course, I will update you guys accordingly, and send me your feedback. Do you think Taylor Nicholson is a toxic mom? You can hit me up on my email, thetoxicmompodcast at gmail.com, Instagram or Twitter, and we'll talk soon.